So the trick is to dig a vertical hole. Vertical? Right, and obvious rectangle shapes are just going to be more suspicious. Wow, Dale, you really thought of everything. Also, you should bury a carcass of a dog or a cat or some kind of pet a couple of feet above it. That way, if a dog sniffs it and they excavate it, they'll find, uh... Oh, uh, red light, Dale. Oh. All right, Mike. Uh, we'll get to this later. On with the show. Good morning, Tritown. I'm Michael Tor. And I'm Dale Dallas. And this is Everything Everything Matters. Matters. Good morning, Tritown. Happy to be back once again with some whispers from the old world and stories from the new. Hope you're all sleeping peacefully. Dale, how are you doing today? Not doing great, Mike, honestly. I haven't looked in a mirror for an unconfirmed amount of time, and I'm really starting to feel a little dissociated. Well, I will tell you, Dale, I think you look great. Wow, Mike, that means a lot to me. Anytime, Dale. Residents, this is a news alert from Tritown, updating you on the mysterious vessel off the Moonhaven coast. It seems the light and movement has ceased, although now the vessel is sounding some type of strange foghorn. Residents report the loud, disruptive noise has been sounding for nearly three days straight, leading to quite a few residential complaints. The Tritown City Council has announced that they will begin to play music over the PA system to assist with this nuisance. On the scene now, intern Todd. Uh, uh, Hey, hey, Mike. Uh, Wow, thanks for letting me go out on scene. This is huge. Uh, No problem, Tim. It sounds a little crazy out there. Oh, yeah, people are going crazy, Mike. It's it's really loud. Uh, And that music is not helping at all. Not even a little bit, Mike. So has there been any developments in attempts to reach the vessel? Well, there have been a few attempts, but but it's super strange. It seems to go further away the closer you get to it, but there's no movement on the ship at all. It doesn't even seem to be disturbing the water around it. And look at this, Mike! Okay, listeners, Todd is now showing me the vessel. Uh, Looks to be some type of small cargo or perhaps a fishing vessel. The screen's a bit grainy. Todd, what am I looking at? Watch the seagull, Mike. Okay, all right. I I see a bird flying towards the vessel. Uh, It's a little hard to describe uh, how this looks because the bird and the vessel appear to be moving away, even though the bird is clearly getting closer to the vessel. It appears it's about to fly right over the ship and... Oh, oh, wow, Todd. It just fell right out of the sky. Yeah, creepy, isn't it? Well, Tom... It's Todd. That's what I said. I literally cannot stand this sound for one more moment, but thank you for all of your hard work getting the story on the ground level. There you have it, folks. More news from Tritown. Stay tuned while we bring you all the latest from the Moonhaven Maritime Authority. It's time for the Tri-Town Bulletin Board, brought to you by Cox Energy. In an earth-shattering experiment, scientists claim they have given gravity a 1% boost. Now Tri-Town is grappling with this event, and the gravity of the situation is just sinking in. Stay tuned as we weigh the implications. 
I knew there was something wrong about my scale this morning, Dale. The Tritown Neighborhood Watch asks all residents to take special care to knock down any spider webs built across walkways, sidewalks, or trails. Do your part in the psychological war Tritown wages against arachnids. Knocking down these misplaced webs sends a clear message. Not here, spiders. We really don't need them trying to catch people. We'd make such good allies if they would just stick to the pests. Local chef launches gourmet bird seed line. Pop culture legend and gorilla gastronomist Mavis Davis leaves a new recipe at local dining spot, Bistro Deluxe. Patrons aren't quite sure what to make of this new dish, Mike. Proprietor of the establishment, Cindy Donaldson, has had the recipe authenticated by local and Mavis Davis expert and collector Scott Cooper. Scott claims this is indeed a new authentic Mavis Davis original. What do you think Mavis Davis's true identity is, Dale? Well, to be honest, Mike, I like the theories it's Scott Cooper himself. That would be quite the twist. I've always thought of Mavis Davis doesn't exist at all, and it's just a brilliant Marie Stu marketing stunt. She's just always so shrewd with those campaigns. She is quite shrewd. A new spinal center has opened in Pine Bridge. Are you or a loved one struggling with back pain? Has daily life become filled with aches and discomfort? Well, Tritown, there's a warm light at the end of your pain tunnel. Introducing the Pine Bridge Spinal Center, your source for new or gently used spines. From personal experience, I can say the refurbished models are just as good as the new. Chilling crisis under the sea. Researchers in nearby deep sea lab claim to have been stuck awake throughout the blackout. After being cut off from Tritown for so long and consuming all their rations, they were left stranded with nothing left to eat but freeze-dried sardine ice cream. Due to a series of unfortunate typos and misunderstandings, the first resupply to the Deep Sea Lab was several boxes of freeze-dried sardine ice cream. <laughs> Based on my personal experience with Todd, I bet there was an intern reading the correspondence. Interns aren't so bad, Mike. Todd's pretty terrible. The post-blackout return to normalcy continues. Open Mic Night is back. That's right, Open Mic Night has returned. Join us this Wednesday, midnight, at the Threadington Community Center. The Threadington Autopsy Club requests everyone brings a beverage or small dish to share. Hey, are you heading down there this time, Mike? I, I never do, Dale. This has been the Tri-Town Bulletin Board, brought to you by Cox Energy. It only takes one screw ing in of a light bulb for Cox to become your preference too. To kick off today's Everything Matters, I take a walk in the park with Jeb Marshall and learn about some of Tritown's strange wildlife. Apparently, it's that time of year again. The greenery in the Threddington Nature Preservation Park is turning strange hues of red, orange, and yellow. There's a crisp chill in the air, and a promise of a cold, dark winter ahead. There's many names for these times. Quarter three. End of the fiscal year. Back to school. But here in the Threddington Nature Park, they know it by another name. Harvest. I make the trip down to Threadington Nature Preservation Park to meet park ranger Jeb Marshall. I had a simple quest, to learn more about this strange old world substance known 
as milk. Apparently during harvest, there's a strange orange organism that is milked and drained of a precious resource available all throughout Tritown. You probably know of it as pumpkin spice, but you would be as surprised as I was to learn it's not made in a factory, mixed in a lab, or squeezed from a flavor packet. Pumpkin spice is a naturally occurring substance harvested from this strange orange bulbous organism known as a pumpkin. Well, howdy there, Mike. Nice of you to come on out of your tower. Good to see you, Jeb. Excited to learn about some pumpkin milking. It's clear from watching park ranger Jeb Marshall and listening to him speak with a calm reverence for nature that he takes pumpkin milking very seriously. So first things first, pumpkins are most active at dusk. So the best time to go on a pumpkin hunt is right around 4 or 5 a.m. Now during the day like this is fine. With some luck, we'll find a couple. But it can be a little more difficult. What exactly are we looking for, Jeb? You see, pumpkins are big, bulbous, and known for their orange color. Any other time of year, they'd stand out like a fish on a bicycle. But this time of year, the colors of the park change and provide them with some fairly effective camouflage. Wow. How many pumpkins have you seen, Jeb? Oh, hundreds easy. Maybe even thousands. Wow. Most of you town people don't come out to the park much anyway. But the Spicers and folks like me see them quite regularly this time of year. Now you're going to need these earplugs. Oh, uh, what are these for, Jeb? The screaming could get a bit unsettling for the uninitiated. Once we had some warm clothes and some more somber warnings from Jeb on park safety, we set out to the Threddington Nature Preservation Park. There was quite a pleasant, gentle wind, and the colors were quite beautiful. After a brief walk, Jeb stopped us. All right, now you see right there? Yeah, Jeb, I see it. This here's a pumpkin vine. It's still a little warm. Leaves are green. Probably seen use in the last few days or so. We're close. Jeb motions for me to stop. And I watch as quietly as possible as Jeb inspects the tracks. You could tell he was really tuning in to every smell and sound of the park. He was completely silent as he moved expertly from tree to tree. I realized if I hadn't already seen him, I'd have no idea he was nearby. After a few minutes of inspection, Jeb motions for me to come up beside him. All right, now you see there, underneath that pine? I, my goodness, I, I think I do. Yeah, right next to the brush? Yeah. All right, now the trick is to sneak up behind him. You got to straddle him and hold on to that brown bit on the top there. That's called the stem. Go ahead. Get your earplugs ready. I watch while park ranger Jeb Marshall quietly sneaks up to the pine he'd pointed out. And all at once, with surprising speed, Jeb leapt toward the tree. There was a flurry of movement and Jeb disappeared into the brush. Through the earplugs, I heard the most incredibly unsettling screams, albeit, and luckily, very muted. I ran ahead to try and get a better view and watched while Jeb demonstrated his technique. Legs straddling the pumpkin, both hands secured around the brown horn at the top he called the stem. The scene looked like a cigarette ad from an old magazine, 
where a cowboy is riding a large horned creature trying to buck him off. After about ten minutes of this wild show, it started to slow, and Jeb finally called out to me. I ran up to the pumpkin, now docile and seemingly exhausted beneath park ranger Jeb Marshall. You could tell he had a practiced hand as he carefully maneuvered around the bulbous curves of its orange flesh. All right, now this next part is locating the teat on this fine specimen, which can be a little difficult as the location varies from creature to creature. All right, come here now, you little fella. All right. Oopsie-daisy. Oh, here we go. Now come on over here, Mac. Uh, okay, I'm a little nervous, Jeb. Ah, don't be. This pumpkin's right tuckered out and docile. Now grab this part, right? No, not like that. Between your fingers. Massage it a bit. Right. Now you want to squeeze and pull, just like that. Right. Exactly. Keep it up. Gentle now, gentle. Don't need to get so rough. There it is. There it is. Oh my goodness. I did it. What a smell. Jeb, that's just divine. The townspeople go crazy for this stuff, Mike. I can see why. And and this doesn't hurt the pumpkin at all? Oh, no, no, no. Milking a pumpkin is just as good for it as it is for us. Doesn't hurt it a bit. Jeb, can, can I have a taste? Absolutely. Just put your mouth right on there. It'll be fine. This is delicious, Jeb. I see now what all the craze is for milk. <laughs> well, this is one type of milk. Probably not the type you're thinking of, but believe it or not, all kinds of creatures can produce milk. Wow, Jeb, you are a fount of knowledge. Well, I do have some bittersweet and somber news. What's that, Jeb? Well, I was just double-checking, and I did some measurements while you, you know, took care of business there, and this here beautiful creature is as big as we can allow pumpkins to get. For the good of the park and its neighbors, we're going to have to put this one down. Oh. Ah, nature. Uh, how big did they get, Jeb? Well, I don't really know what the limit is to shoot straight, but they really do start to become a danger to themselves and others around this size here. But the good news is the flesh can also be harvested, and it makes a hell of a pie. We like to honor the pumpkin and use every part. That's beautiful, Park Ranger Jeb. Now you go on and get, if you can find your way back. I'll make sure a slice gets back to you. And that, fine denizens of Tritown, is a story of how I learned both where pumpkin spice comes from and what this mysterious milking is all about. Next time you're enjoying your pumpkin spice, remember the pumpkin, and maybe even make some time to visit the Threadington Nature Preservation Park and see one for yourselves. Park Ranger Jeb Marshall is a trained expert and all acts for this segment were done under his watchful supervision. Please do not try this at home. Well, listeners, I can assure you that pie was excellent. Now a word from our sponsors over at Elcorp. Welcome, dear friends, to the home of tomorrow. 
presented by Elcor. Step inside a world of enchantment, where the ordinary becomes extraordinary, and your every wish is our command. Introducing our delightful household helpers, eager to assist in ways you never imagined, moving silently through your home. Their inscrutable AI knows exactly what needs to be done, even when you don't, adding just a touch of magic to your daily life. The Living Room of Tomorrow, a fusion of cutting-edge technology with Moon Age design and unmatched comfort. Smart, energy-efficient windows produce natural light to flood in during the day, while intelligent lighting systems create unnatural light. The perfect ambiance for any occasion, blurring the lines between what's inside and out. Featuring immersive wall-sized displays, serving as both the entertainment center and a virtual window to the world. Offering breathtaking views and interactive experiences. Smart, adaptable furniture seamlessly transforms to suit any occupant's needs. From a cozy family movie night to a productive remote work environment. And as mentioned, artificial intelligence orchestrates the lighting, but also climate control and entertainment, optimizing comfort and energy usage. The intelligent climate control system may on occasion manifest irregularities, thereby giving rise to temporary temperature fluctuations. It is advisable for users to exercise due diligence in monitoring and addressing such occurrences as they acknowledge risks inherent to the system's functionality. But please, don't let this minor hiccup concern you. It's more like Mother Nature having a momentary lapse in judgment. Our AI systems work tirelessly to rectify these issues, ensuring that your comfort remains top priority. Over here we find the kitchen. Why yes, the kitchen of tomorrow is a marvel of innovation and convenience. The appliances sometimes emit strange discordant sounds as they communicate in a language of their own to make cooking a breeze. Intelligent refrigerators with inventory management systems help reduce food waste, while AI-powered cooking assistants provide personalized recipe suggestions and step-by-step -step guidance. Sustainable practices will take center stage with integrated composting systems and energy-efficient appliances, all promoting eco-friendliness. Countertops double as a cooking surface, and 3D printers create culinary masterpieces with precision. As always, the kitchen fosters a sense of community, with virtual cooking classes and social cooking experiences bringing people together across the globe. The automated locking mechanism implemented on the pantry and refrigerator doors may on occasion experience minor operational disruptions, resulting in a brief delay in user access. The manufacturer and or distributor disclaim any liability for the temporary access delays arising from these intermittent occurrences. Are we gonna let a mild inconvenience and some robotic chatter spoil the fun of cooking in this futuristic space? I don't think so. Now we take a trip to the far side of the home. To the indoor garden. Behold, a green paradise. Enhancing air quality and providing fresh produce year-round. Automated hydroponic and vertical gardening systems make growing herbs, vegetables, and even fruit an effortless endeavor. Smart sensors monitor plant health and adjust light, nutrients, and humidity accordingly, ensuring a thriving indoor ecosystem that brings nature into our daily lives. Together, these spaces redefine comfort, efficiency, and sustainability in the modern home. The sensors deployed within the garden may intermittently undergo minor operational perturbations, giving rise to subtle variances in the garden's environmental conditions. Come on now, let's not make a mountain out of a molehill. These are little quirks, hardly a big deal. Some might say they add a touch of unpredictability to an otherwise perfectly controlled environment. While the home of tomorrow is a marvel of modern living, it is incumbent upon us to address a matter of significant import, a matter though exceedingly infrequent requires our utmost attention and caution. 
In the rarest of instances, a critical system malfunction can occur, resulting in a temporary loss of control over the home's automated features. During such an event, occupants may experience disruptions in lighting, climate control, security, and even potential delays in accessing essential areas like the laboratory, kitchen, or even the egress to the external environment. It is imperative to underscore that the aforementioned anomaly represents an exceedingly rare and atypical event and has been subjected to rigorous scrutiny within our safety procedures. Our specialized team of technicians is suitably prepared to promptly address any such contingency, thereby guaranteeing the welfare and security of all inhabitants. It should be acknowledged that the home of tomorrow has been architected with multi-tiered redundancy framework and fail-safe mechanisms meticulously implemented to mitigate the likelihood of these exceptional circumstances. Nonetheless, we find it prudent to appraise the potential buyers of the infrequent, albeit potentially consequential, matter and reassure them of our unwavering commitment to ensure their safety and contentment through all available means. In conclusion, the home of tomorrow offers a vision of living that seamlessly merges cutting-edge technology with sustainability and comfort. While we've highlighted some minor issues with its automated systems, these are truly insignificant in comparison with the transformative benefits it brings to your daily life. With the home of tomorrow, you're not just purchasing a house. You're investing in a future where your well-being, convenience, and connection to the community take center stage. The home of tomorrow is not just a purchase, it's an opportunity to embrace a more sustainable and connected way of living where technology enhances, not hinders, your daily routines. So step into the future today and experience the safe, harmonious, and worthwhile lifestyle the home of tomorrow has to offer. Well, that was Everything Matters. Remember, Tritown, the post-blackout grace period is coming to an end, and the census will begin next week. Please ensure you've located all pets, persons, and loved ones in preparation for the census. Be prepared to report any anomalies. A good neighbor is a watchful neighbor, and a new neighbor is a suspicious neighbor. I wish you all the best of luck in the days ahead. Intern Todd is panicking again, Dale. You know, I still think that's just his face, Mike. Uh, unlikely. He appears to be pointing to some more papers he slid below the door. Oh, looks like we have some more notes from the beautiful Tri-Townies. Uh, first up, we have this one from the Dragon Hermit. Congrats to Cobb for winning the lottery again. Thank you to Dr. Leeds for the safety talks. I may or may not have misplaced my protocol book, so as always, great tips. I always look forward to Mike and Dale to know if it's safe to go outside and to know what's going on around Tritown. Thank you, Dragon Hermit. This one's from Sketchy Squirrel. Marie does it again. These tips are fantastic. But my friends and I under the bluffs are waiting to see if that deer will ever share her mother's recipe for those delightful yellow cake bomb pops. I think you'll have to pry that one from her cold dead hands, Mr. Sketch. Mr. Squirrel. This one's from AdRail over at Cox Energy. Thanking Mike and Dale for being there for everyone after the blackout. We love listening to your show while changing the sped fuel rods from the reactor. It's always funny when the new guy starts laughing and accidentally drops the sphere from the core and we get to spend a few weeks mopping up the puddles. Well, that woke legal up. I'm getting some strange gestures. Dale, will you get legal back to sleep? This is from Klaus Hans. Hey, Mike and Dale, writing in to say thanks for the reminder to recycle my used blood bags. I had a pile of them building up at the front door and almost threw them down the chute. What a grave mistake that would have been. May algorithm God bless this tri-town. Looking forward to the next broadcast, as am I. You gotta recycle those blood bags. 
Recycling's good for the community. Very good for the community, indeed. This has been Everything Matters. Remember, everything's real. It all matters. And Mike, we got a caller. Oh, okay. I guess we have a little time left here. Hello, this is Harvey Nelson, broadcasting on all channels, if you can hear me. Hello, caller. Welcome to Everything Matters. What news from Tritown? Hello? Come in? Uh, I can hear you, caller. Oh my god, I haven't heard another voice. Oh, sorry about that, folks. Seems like Todd... Please don't hang up. I've, I have just a question. Okay... Uh, caller, before your question, if you could please identify yourself and your place of residence. I'm Harvey Nelson. I'm looking for my wife, Sarah Nelson, and I live in Indianapolis. Todd! <clears throat> Sorry about that, folks. As I was saying, it's all real, everything matters, and it never ends. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Everything Matters. This is intern Todd. Everything Matters is a part of the Homebrew Network. If you're listening from the 21st century, you could really help us grow by leaving us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. The algorithm god hungers greatly, and sating him can be a full-time job. <laughs> so, leave us a review on Spotify and Apple. If you leave a review as a resident of Tritown without breaking the fourth wall, uh, Dale and Mike might read your review on the show. Uh, just make sure you don't, uh, you know give anything away that you're from the 21st century or that could really, you know, break Mike and Dale's minds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, links are at everythingmatterspod.com. If you're listening from the 22nd and 24th century, y you can review us on MuskNet in exchange for one kudo. 25th to 29th century, please get off the internet immediately. Using the internet poses a public safety hazard. All other centuries, call 1-800-MATTERS. If it is safe to do so. Again, that's everythingmatterspod.com. <laughs>